All right, welcome to Waxless Radio, the podcast. A place where we have ongoing conversations about things like how to get out of your own way when it comes to creativity and music and anything artistic, uh, the music industry, self-analyzation, deconstructing detrimental mindsets, mental health, what's helpful, what's not, and best practices for peaceful living in a chaotic world. There's always some sort of conversation that's rotating. You never know what you're going to get. All these episodes are wildly different. If you're not familiar with the show, go check out some of the other ones. This week is extremely special to me because this man was my first mentor in what is my career for over 18 years now, uh, audio engineering. Today, I'm very honored to have as a guest Paul Clemson, the man himself. He works with many A-list celebrities, including my favorite, who was very influential on my musical trajectory, Justin Timberlake. No big deal. Episode MBD, Waxus Radio. Let's go. You are listening to Waxus Radio, the podcast. Yo, Paul Clemson. In the house, man! I am very, very excited for today. I hello, Earth. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't contain my excitement. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> it fi- it spills over. I'm just ex- I, just as can excited. Can I say that like when I would go out and run sound, I'm like, hey, you know the guy who runs sound for the Roots? He taught me everything I know. <laughs> yeah, that's my validation. <laughs> Eat it. <laughs> and you know what? After all these years, it's kind of like. I don't know anything. Oh, and that's what I loved about your approach. Oh, hold on. I got to hit record. On Podcast. There we go. So, um, Golly. Paul Clemson is just, I would have to say that if I think of all the people I know who have had a wealth of experiences and yet are still approachable, it would be you. Hmm. Uh, I enjoy that description. <laughs> I think that's, that's the long and short of it. Job done. Job done. Uh, when you first meet somebody, how do you introduce yourself if they don't know anything about you? Hi, I'm Paul. <laughs> Are you my RF tech? <laughs> Are you my RF tech? I like that. <laughs> Where do I put my cases? Sorry, I'm in gig mode. I don't That's know why. so good. Um, When's the last gig you had, though? Oh, crazy. You... Kobe Bryant's memorial. <sighs> and with that, pray first, please. Thank you. Let's pray. All right. And then we'll go right That's into That's perfect. That. Thank you. He did. I asked him to remind me as I've been bad at that. Thank you. All right. Dear God, thank you for this time. Thank you for Paul. Thank you for the uh, things you've allowed him to experience. And now that he gets to share with us, help us to absorb what we need to help our conversation to be productive and effective and efficient and uh, full of not nonsense in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> We're good at the nonsense. So I want to keep that on the low. So as long as it's yeah, constructive, constructive nonsense. nonsense is good, but the non-construct, we'll keep that stuff to, at bay. Keep that yeah. trimmed. Podcast. <laughs> That's the edit button. All right. I love it. Um, tell me. So the year is 2019. Mm. You are where when you hear that Kobe has passed? I don't remember that part. This is hard. This um, is a hardcore intro, but whatever. <laughs> that, that, that's a weird one because I'm not a sports person. Right, but Kobe, I though, ju- like that. I'm not a sports person either, he but was, it, it rocked me a little. Until I saw the video roll. In uh, Lakers Stadium. See, that's how great I am. Staples Center. <laughs> Lakers Stadium. <laughs> Lakers Field. <laughs> I love it, though. It's so good. But until I got to the to Staples, I was, I've just been head in the sand for 20 years straight. Yeah. yeah. So I think part of that is, is uh, it breaks down continuity. So the, the moment, like, like I'd come home and I'd catch up with Courtney on some program. Shouts out. The <laughs> Queen. She, Shouts out. Clemson. She is a she is a powerhouse, She's man. A, she is amazing. You have an awesome I, I wife. Am, thank you. I'm scared every day. I'm scared um, every day. 
But so you can't, I mean, like, I enjoyed the Cubs winning because uh, I was home. Cubs win. We watched the entire series in our uh, in our apartment, and my dad was still alive. He was a huge Cubs fan, mm. born in Chicago in the twenties, fought in World War II, survived the Great Depression, built two bridges across the Mississippi. Like, what have we done in our lives? <laughs> but anyways, uh, it was, I, it was I had just a really kinda... impressive MySpace HTML profile. I know, right? H, come on, MySpace. <laughs> um. But no, so, you know, it's like uh, until I got to, uh, it was an Alicia gig. I was, she was playing for the thing. Beyonce was there. Alicia was there. And uh, I feel like all the heartstrings to pull on type artists, Alicia is up there, man. Yeah. And she killed it. Uh, Four piece string quartet piano. Her vocal. Oh, you texted me about that. Right. I was like, where are you today? You're like here. I was like, oh, of course you are. Oh man. That sounded so so emotional just in the description. Like, well, and then, and then throw in like. Everybody is there. Snoop's there. Uh, Jordan's there. His speech, I was done. It was like my dad was talking to me. Like, oh his he just kind of reminds me of my dad's presence, like of of great of like great man. Michael Jordan. You know, of, that's well, that's cool though. To and I can ah, I watched the Last Dance. I could kind of see that though. Like the if if Michael Jordan yeah. reminds you of your dad, then those traits yeah. are are kind of visible in you. So. Yeah, All and right. the speech, I mean, kind of has the same cadence, and, and it was just weird to, like, kind of be watching this and being like, this guy sounds like my dad. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Michael's there, Snoop's there, uh, uh, I think, uh, oh, the other Laker greats, um, is Matt Magic, is he still with us? Uh, there was just so many <laughs> just like me. I'm greats like, I know I should know room. who it is, but... <laughs> well, you're busy with, you know, consoles yeah. and, like, getting packs to work. And, and then, yeah, once the once the kind of the brevity of the situation, the gravity of it hit, it was like they started rolling video on the Jumbotron and playing it back, and I was like, wow, I, I do know this guy. Yeah. I've just never realized that. Right. Of- same. I had that same type of reaction. It was like, oh, my gosh, he really was, like, and and yeah. he was there. He was a legend just in the in the, in the the mix. So that was the last gig, and at that time period, we were still living in New York City. What date was that? Was it was- that January? February something. Oh, February, right. Okay. And and this year was supposed to be huge. We had Dude. three clients kind of vying for my services. Courtney was working on that. <laughs> Do you want to share the, meantime, the three clients, right? Those what, are my, uh, you, please, like, I got in trouble for name dropping all my life, so I want you to name drop uh, the crap out of this. <laughs> Just go for so it. So the plan, the plan for 2020 <laughs> was either Drake, Alicia Keys, or John Legend. John no Legend big, was front no house. Big deal. Alicia's monitors. Drake was for monitors. And it was just, just kind of waiting for whoever was, you know, like Alicia had dates. There were dates printed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Drake, Drake knew, we knew we were going out. We had done a few things. So January and February and most of since I left Timberlake, Man of the Woods, has just been one-offs. It's just been like a Roots run here, a John Legend one-off here, a private gig in in, know, in Lagos with John. Le- I, I texted you like, "Where are oh you this weekend? Goodness. Can you cover for me?" I'm in Nigeria. Lagos with John Legend. <laughs> no, I can't. Like- <laughs> so that was the beginning of the year, and it was supposed to just keep rolling and rolling. And then obviously, you Would know, you- March 13th was the last like. Friday the 13th was the last normal day. Friday the 13th touring. was the day that we recorded yep. episode four, Ricosta, in my house. We're wow. like, hey, episode uh, Friday the 13th here. That's so funny. So yep. wait, where were you on the 13th? In Lagos, right? No, I was in, in New oh, York Oh, in New City. York, okay. Um, we, I was about to go... My last day in New York was uh, the 17th. Yes. Yeah. I came in to do well, a remote recording, and I was like super sketched out, and the whole city went into lockdown the next day. I was like, oh! Well, that was... <laughs> That was a thing. March 13th was normal. 
March 14th, my good buddy Ben Jacobs was in town. He was working for Frank Ocean at the time. Uh, they were getting ready to no do... No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> they were getting ready to do something. So Ben was over, and uh, the 14th, he came... So it was a Saturday. Oh, right. Okay. And we, yeah. were on, we were on the pier, uh, and it was kind of like, hey, it's a Saturday. We're hanging out not on a gig site. Mm. What is going on? And obviously, he was just in town working. So it was just... Funny like things were starting to slow down, but it, nobody was sure why. Right, uh, and not really. I mean, we had stuff booked, and there's stuff booked all over the place. Um, but then, yeah, we we made it. Like I didn't sleep for a few nights once this kicked in, and they went from zero cases to fifty cases in the city to Dude, New York. The next day was two hundred. And listen, I know Cuomo's getting bagged and all, but he did a great I'm saying, job for what he had to deal but with. It, it, and everybody like, oh, he put people into the... No, 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 no. Cause he did a good job. Uh, it was it was literally, you know, no pun intended, but ground zero for it. Like, COVID mm-hmm. hit hard there first. And, and it came from Europe, so let's just, yeah. let's just all relax. Yeah. He, was, he was handed a bag of bones. A bag and of had to bones. And, and, and to be honest, like if you look at the maps, though, right now, Jersey and New York are doing better than the whole rest of the country. Yes. Like, they got it's in front crazy. Of it. this, everything we, else is just a talking point. But it's a, kind of funny. You think about culture, clip. too. Like Culture hits New, New York first and then spreads to yeah. the rest of the, the country, too. So I of think course, it's just a... We're all there. <laughs> it, so we saw the writing on the wall, and I didn't sleep one whole night. I was having conversations with you know with God about what to do, yeah. and we I didn't sleep. And then we had breakfast, and it was a normal Courtney breakfast. Like she cooked the normal like eggs and whatever. And, I love that. What's a normal you know, Courtney coffee. breakfast for the uninformed? Yeah, eggs, coffee. It's it's <laughs> it's usually some sort of fun egg piece with avocado on it, <laughs> avocado, and, and and like a little bit of. Um, I love um, it. Hot sauce, but it's like specialty hot. Yeah, it's just it's just, breakfast was always a cool. I'm thing. with it. And then 100. I started like she's like, "What's wrong with you?" I'm like, "Well, I didn't sleep last night, and it's getting scary out there." She had been quarantined for two weeks. Mm. This is around the 16th, and I'm not quite sure when we actually moved, but it was the weekend they shut down. So, uh, so Friday breakfast, uh, kind of freaking out. She's like, "Well, if you can convince these three women in her life, one of them being her mom, then." And I was like full, like, we're moving out. We're yeah. out of here. Because the plan yeah. originally was to me do the Drake thing. We got our New York spot. We were working on this Niles, Michigan uh, nonprofit uh, building spot. Right. I can't and wait to get we're into just that. Gonna coast, we're just going to coast through the year and self-fund this thing, build it up from, you know, take our time building this whole thing up. I'd be out doing Drake. She'd be back here doing clinic stuff. Drake. And, uh, <laughs> Then it turned Sorry, into uh, <laughs> full move out mode. So yeah. uh, I convinced her mom. I had a five point talking uh, reasons why. <laughs> and so the decision wasn't just to flee New York. Right. Um, Courtney has a, a compromised immune system. So it was getting scared. Oh, I didn't know that. Plus, See, th- when, those things, man, those things matter. Yeah. And when and when New York empties out, as you know, it turns oh, into like ghost town. the craziest. Ghost town. Well, well, the crazies come out. I mean, you, you start getting more and more street stuff. Street? Because no one's around. Stuff. No one's no one's there to see it. You what know? a great way to put it, though. Um, Yo, dude. Oh, man. The videos of the riots at 3 a.m. in Harlem are crazy. Like, people, crazy. If, you, if you don't know about it, like, it, it goes from, like, midnight to 3, just crowds of people throwing liquor bottles at cop cars. Like, that, you saw yeah. that one, right? 172nd and, yeah. uh, what was it? I don't know. Maybe Broadway. It's up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's up there. But just the 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 culture, they're they're the pressure, it's a pressure cooker. 
and yeah. it boils over. It is, and and you know, and it, every year there's kind of a bit of that when summer hits. <laughs> it's just, That's a good it's just point kind of too. the nature of the beast. Hey, uh, you're in but, Chicago, right, or like that area, Niles, we're in Niles, Niles, Michigan. Niles, yeah. Michigan. Yeah. I'm sorry. So that's 90 miles of Chicago, right. or 15 minutes north of South Bend. It's the bottom left corner. Did you have a it's Chicago? Did light. you have a Chicago light? Did you have a crazy fireworks like epidemic, uh, like a couple months, a uh, month back or two? Yeah, you know, people, more than a usual. lot of people. Yeah, more than usual, right? A lot of people were like, "There's just fireworks all the time, everywhere." everywhere. We don't yeah. know why. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was bad, and when we lived in Upper, I mean, we lived in Harlem on 109th. 109th. Yeah. Oh, right, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> yeah, was a long time. Ago. And Jersey City was always busy. And you call the cops, and they'd be the ones at the cops would be at the party because it's their cousin's party. <laughs> like out back, and you're like, "Oh, uh, I guess we'll just go join." Dude. uh... Uh, I don't know if you remember this, like, way back in the day, my buddies Ryan and Greg were my, like, music-making cohort, and uh, they right. lived in, they decided to move to the city from Jersey. We grew up in the Jersey oh, suburbs, gosh. and then they moved to Bushwick. Yeah. So, oh, But wow. in 2006, Bushwick. I just say, what era 2006, of Bushwick. Bushwick. <laughs> I remember, like, leaving my car there. I left my GPS on the dashboard, and uh, the window was broken was the next gone. morning, and, like, all yep. the things. Gone. Yeah, everything's broken. I told a cop. Take your change I out. told a cop, and he laughed in my face. He's like, what do you, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Why'd like, you leave well, your GPS on yeah, there? That's a good point. He's like, last yeah. year, this time of day, you couldn't even walk down the street. So what, what am I going to do? I was like, well... Yeah. Good point. It's always lowest common denominator in New York. Like you can be doing bad, but something's doing worse what? than you, and that's what they're looking for. <laughs> and people don't understand how Notice. exactly hardcore New York really is or was. And and like like Still, time well, yeah. But, you can find it. But like, what is it? Forty second street is not what it used to be in the in the early nineties, uh, late eighties. Like no. Disney cleaned that whole thing. Disney up. did it. And uh <laughs> it's just I don't know, man. It's a hard it was a hard scene. Uh the violence is crazy. Brooklyn and everything. Mm -hmm. It's not what we're here to talk about, though. We're here to talk about you and what well, you're doing. Of us. <coughs> That's true. We, we, we experienced city. it. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, so we, uh, yeah, I, I convinced her mom, and we decided to move out of New York. And by two o'clock, we had boxes. By four o'clock, I had a moving v, a moving truck. The small. This was one. on the thirteenth. No, the fourteenth. Fifteenth. Fourteenth or fifteenth. I remember the 16th was like the Monday they shut the city down. Right, because... Up, so no, it, it, I think it was the 18th, because I was there the 17th. Um, no, 60, 16th, oh, 16th was the Monday. Was. Yeah, because yeah, I was there on yeah. 17th. It was Tuesday. Yeah. 17th is Tuesday, But I think... Yeah. I feel like they started to shut it... have a gig They started day. to shut it down, but then the actual lockdown order went into effect on Wednesday. Because I yeah, remember... Yeah, it was like a war. I remember being really nervous to go into the city, but I realized mm -hmm. that my parking... Because you didn't know what it meant. It was, well, this is all brand and, new. Everything's brand I was like, new. The parking garage I usually park in is right across the street from the building I have to go in. I'll just like not touch mm -hmm. any doors. I'll be really cool about it. Yep. It was... Dude. All that. Yeah. Like, I was literally there all up that. until like uh, zero hour. Um, Mm-hmm. And, and that was... But yeah, we decided, to, we decided to get out, and then the so where'd you Saturday go? we were driving... We uh, drove to Pennsylvania and got a hotel for the night on Saturday, and then Sunday arrived in Niles, and we moved into a tent on the first floor of the building we had purchased the November before Wait, to house you said a this tent clinic on the first floor we, of the building. So we, <laughs> the first week of March, we did demolition on this building, intent on putting it back together with money from tour. Right, the tour and, that didn't uh, happen. That didn't happen. So Oof. then when we moved to Niles, it's like, we don't want to be the ones to bring whatever it is from New York to Niles. So we're doing the 14 days. Mm. Hopped in a tent on the first floor, built a little kitchen area with tables and like cubicle cubbies. I built a shower to sit in and like 
washed down with. And we just spent 14 days in this building. My gosh. Camping, essentially. Um, and then we moved into family for a little bit while uh, the apartment we're in now yeah. uh, was being finished. And uh, took up residence and just started to figure life out for the past. It's crazy how quickly March to August happened. I because, feel man, the same that beginning days were way. like, gosh. I'm like, oh, it's like, uh, yeah, February was last month. How, yeah. um, what is the goal for where you, let's, let's pretend like the, the COVID didn't happen when you had moved in right. there. What was your plan for that building? Moved into, well, we, we, well, before it is, you know, we're constructing, uh, what we're calling the roadie clinic, a nonprofit to aid, uh, you know, families and roadies in the struggles of the touring lifestyle. Um, we've watched it for Bam. 20, we've been a part of it and watched it for 20 years. Courtney's been a wife of it <laughs> and we've kind of seen every corner of the industry now. And we decided that it was, uh, you know, it was time to, to build something for, for roadies specifically, because even in this time period, it's being highlighted the most by the fact that we're all to work. No one, there's no tour buses <laughs> rolling. There's some TV work. Yes, there's these parking lot things, but at scale, mm -hmm. the industry is shut down. The industry even is shut where, down. Yeah, even to where you know companies are getting involved by other companies because no one's no one's going to make it through this um, unscathed by the time it's the over. The roadie clinic, you. I, you know Chris Leonard, apparently? I yeah, said, Yo, that's the dude. I've worked for him a handful <laughs> of times, and he's awesome. That's amazing. I absolutely love him. Uh, I saw yeah. Facebook pictures of him with all you guys' T-shirts on. I was like, yes, that's yes. awesome. Small world. It's such a cool thing to like advocate for mental health in an industry yeah. that is previously... Now, I actually I, I kind of went to bat for this in the beginning where I was like, mm -hmm. as a church sound engineer, right? Someone who does this for a job, <laughs> he said, mm. uh, the only job, um, what's the word? With a normal job, you have like yearly job reviews, right? You have like where right. they review how you're doing and maybe you get a raise, maybe you don't, but yeah, whatever, whatever it, is. it is. But in sound, in audio, when you are running sound, the entirety of your feedback, no pun intended, is corrective. It is yeah. never affirming. It is never saying, yeah. wow, I really heard everyone on stage today. I really it's heard. Always it's always like, always hey, um, you know, uh, I couldn't really hear the harpist. It's like, well, that was on purpose, yeah. but still. <laughs> you know what I mean? Though there's, there's like this. You're not getting the You're not getting, that, you're not no, getting no, the violin no, section. No, just, Sorry. Right. <laughs> so the point is. Uh, but it's true. I Our mean, entire industry it's is such that a, way. It's such a only feedback based on correction industry. Yeah. Now that is yeah. entirely mentally damaging. That is horribly oh, like if you're a person who thinks you should do this with your life and then all you get mm -hmm. is corrective feedback. I hope I don't know who needs to hear this on today, but I have a word <laughs> for you, the discouraged. Uh, yes. Please. Yes. Do not think that your life is meaningless because all the feedback you get is corrective. Exactly. Boom. I feel like if that's the whole point of this entire episode, that's it. We're yeah, good. we're good. This yeah. industry that we have currently uh, injected ourselves into, um, it's kind of a recurring theme in the podcast. Like, how do we, yeah. when we have set ourselves up to be, we've set the odds against us in the route that we've chosen, yeah. right? I feel like that's yep. probably the most accurate way to describe it. But how do we healthily approach something we know is going to be difficult, something we know is not going to be easy, 
you have done some amazing things in the field of sound reinforcement, <laughs> at least as far as resume points go, man. Like you have a oh, really cool, you. you have a really cool like mileage log. Mm. Let's put it that way. Like when mm-hmm. tractor trailers drive a lot of stuff, they always write down where they've yeah. gone, right? Like I exactly. think your your tractor trailer mileage log would be a really cool thing. What do you feel? I, I had I'm, I'm super yeah. Go ahead. No, I just had two. Sorry. I just had two two main questions I want to ask. Um. What was the experience where you felt like you leveled up the most? And what was the experience where you felt like somebody who was super famous was super down to earth and like a real person at that moment? Oh, wow. Like what was, what was the one experience that you were like, I have made it in my career, or at least like, I feel like I've gotten to the next level in in a bigger way than I ever have. That was the first question. And the second one was who was cooler than you ever expected them to be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm so happy I got those two so questions out because that's like the entirety of everything. When I thought about when you agreed to do a show, those are the two things that I thought. Those yeah, the ones. Those I was like, the these are these are the things I want to ask Paul. Yeah, you know what's funny is is there's I have like five different lives. Um, <laughs> yes, you do over the years, and you know how like when you get out of one life, kind of your heroes from that part are still your heroes. Oh, absolutely. And I came up in a Christian household. Uh, Down with you the know, DC Amy talk. Grant. Oh, 100%. That was my second concert. My first concert was Newsboys at the Mark in the Quad Cities, which is no longer ah, called the Mark. What Cities. album? Not Ashamed? Oh, after that. They were after big. that. It was a big show. My first Newsboys album was Not Ashamed. My first Newsboys tour show was Not Ashamed. And it you, might have been. I have no tell idea. Tell me you were on Shine. All members. Make them wonder what maybe. you got. What was the tent Make one? them wish that I they were not. That one. Yeah, before that. It was like 97. The tent one. 97 would have been Take Me to Your Leader. That might have been the tour. But after that, when we were in Greenville, we worked a show with Pettit where they did the tents in the parking lots of like Walmarts. Do you remember that, that one? Like the the, blow globe, up, like the circus thing. Tents? It Maybe. had something to do with the circus, right? But it wasn't a, yeah, it wasn't a good record, it was, though, so it didn't really stick in the memory. No. no. <laughs> Anyways, Newsboys was first. DC Talk was the one where I was like, holy what cow. Record? Who's the guy standing? Uh, it would have been 96. Jesus Freak. No, that was ninety seven. Yes. Oh, it was Jesus Freak. All right. No, no, 90, yeah. Okay. No, no. Just before, just before Jesus okay. Freak. I'm yeah, just before Jesus Freak, and it was like Iowa City, whatever their ballroom, yeah, is, yeah. whatever their theater is, and the dude in the middle. I was like, who's that? Um, <laughs> what are they doing? And I was like, I want to do that. Whatever that is, I want to do. Wait, it. who is the? <laughs> it was the audio. Who was, is the dude? It was the audio middle. guy. Front of house. Oh, front of house. I thought you meant like Toby yeah. Mac. <laughs> no, 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 no. I meant in the middle of the room. <laughs> We're not talking about artists anymore. <laughs> Artists no, are. No, no, I told you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who's the guy in the middle? I want to do all the rapping. <laughs> no, no. I want to mix the audio. I want to be the front house guy. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. I'm sorry. But the most down to let me go with down to earth first because the other one is a, a longer walk. But most down to earth, funny, funny enough, <laughs> meeting meeting your cousin the first time was pretty awesome. Still call him that. When when he actually when he actually like. Talk to us like he he's a great friend like Courtney and I are you know we we chat with him we've done stuff for Bloodwater but I think yeah the first time meeting him I was like oh he's nothing like I expected um, <laughs> be, beyond that I mean Justin is a beautiful Justin, human in his own way like when you watch him do his thing you're like damn he is built for when this. I heard you say Justin and, is a beautiful human I felt like that was the most appropriate way to describe him in a non <laughs> hold on in a non yeah. demasculating way that's not a word but you know what yes. I'm saying like he is a beautiful human yes. he is a man who knows how to dance 
well. Like that's yeah. so cool. That and dresses great. well and, and like walks a certain way. But he has swag. He, he has the, the he Yeah, has but the, then at uh, the same time he, he like walks over and goes, What do you think about this thing? And you have Are input, you serious? You know? I didn't know that, man. That's yeah. so cool to it's hear a, though. Mostly because he understands, like he it's can get behind, he, he's been behind the console and been like, oh, hey, you it's know, humility. he knows his way around. Well, he just has learned his craft so well. Like he'll be like, hey, the one light was off on this cube. <laughs> and yeah, they'll check it. Like the, like the, like the motor was broken and it was a little laggy that night. And the, he'll, he'll hand out compliments as much as he'll hand out. Okay, so you know, so that's really cool to hear that that was your pick as the most human and awesome to work for, like JT yeah. man, like he, because he's always been my inspiration, man. Like since Justify came out, like I went to Greenville yeah. and then Justify came out, mm-hmm. and I came home and it changed. I worked the world. for like a weird. Oh, what'd you just say? It changed the world. It like what year? What it year like, was it? Gosh, oh two oh three, somewhere. I think yeah, it was oh two. It was early two thousand. Yeah, it changed the world. Like that whole man. It was just. I don't think people really are accrediting how much pop music and and like good music was was affected by this man. Well, good music is is the key. Yeah. He he had a sensibility, uh, but a humility in the approach. Like yeah. everything you've told me about him, right, just screams humility. Uh, I bought the <laughs> the Future Sex Love Show, JT. Uh, yeah. What is it? The iTunes thing. And when I watched that, and he like takes a shot with the band right before Senorita, I'm like, yo, like oh, dude, uh, that's the dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, like he yeah. he's still about it. Like you can look at certain individuals who have been consumed by the ideology of a pop star, mm. but he still feels like the musician's pop star, right? Oh yeah, right? Like the yeah he he gets the mechanics of what we're doing and it doesn't escape him if something doesn't work or is wrong. Uh-huh. Or he, he's just like, hey, that's what we're here for. Let's fix it. You know, whether it's rehearsal or tour. Just prep. out of curiosity, but, did you ever come across uh, paths with uh, Gavin DeGraw? Yes, many Another times. Another good musician's musician, I feel. Yes. He did. There's he, a bunch. I mean, obviously, The Roots. The Roots are musicians. Yeah. Like, I've done two records with Kirk, and, and <laughs> they're the most down-to-earth, like, proceedings. He's not a... I mean, he, he's just... He oozes electricity out, out the guitar. Is he a driving force like behind the crew, or what? Like, who do you think is the real... Mm-hmm. Who's the real inspiration behind The Roots crew? Well... Also, yeah. I feel really cool that I get to talk... <sighs> On my podcast about like <laughs> questions like roots. this, like oh, so who do you yeah. feel is driving? You no big deal, Paul. It's awesome so to have you here. Man. <laughs> the authenticity affirmation is off the charts right now. <laughs> I actually passed Kirk in the hall at uh, Thirty Rock one day as I was going up to to oh, work no at the Rainbow Room, and I was coming yeah. in, and he was like getting up, getting like hassled by some fans as he was walking out, yeah. right. You know how like and he you know you walk in there pictures and well you know you walk in there's like the escalator that goes up to Rainbow Room and yeah. then there's the the hallway yep. that goes to thirty the wherever the Jimmy Fallon studio is the security yeah yeah, the, yeah he was coming out of there and I was going up the escalator and uh, I yeah. see him there and like these girls come in like ah, blah 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 you're with the roots and he's like yeah and yeah. I'm like what's your name it's like oh Kirk and I'm like oh man they didn't even know who he was and yeah. the way he like oh it's cool and he took a picture of him he was so nice to him and then like they he walked is. away and i was just like hey man that was cool of you <laughs> and he's like thanks man and he kind of walked away yeah. like like i kind of just like affirmed that he had a not that great encounter with fans who didn't even know who he was but just wanted a picture because he was from the the 30 rock he was known. But I like kind of came in with the counteraction of that, and I felt like he appreciated what I said to him. Like I saw it in his face, he was like, "Oh, hundred yeah, percent, all right." <laughs> yeah, he's he's that guy. He's I've spent a lot of time with that 
with that gentleman, and he is a hundred percent. I I like real I like gave him the good for you to like suck it yeah. up through that because I know that sucked. Like I see, yeah. what you, I see, what I see you what you did, did there, and I know it wasn't fun. Yeah. So good job, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, um, wait, it wasn't. Was it you that told me about Bill Cosby? We don't need to talk about that. But <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm good on no, Bill Cosby. No, we won't talk about Bill Cosby. Uh, redacted. Uh, podcast. Next. <laughs> Yo, that was before it all went down, though, too, when you told me that stuff about him. It was. Oh, my God. There was a few incidences <laughs> with him. It doesn't matter. Before it all doesn't went down. Matter. I will cut all this out. Don't worry. Awesome. One of my... One podcast. <laughs> podcast. So, uh, <laughs> uh, we talked about who your uh, most down-to-earth person was yes what was and there's more there's tons over the years please there were tons i'm a member of stagehand Um, humor i know about all the terror stories about all the terrible people out there please give me some good stories give me some positive stories that stuck out to you as like Uh, the this was a lifetime moment for me that was awesome bruce springsteen inviting the entire audience down to the floor (laughs) and just the whole day's interaction was like we're just here to do work folks doesn't matter if i can sell it an arena um, Elvis Costello sitting with the Roots. The Roots Questlove is such a history, music history buff. I mean, that's a, such an understatement. Yes. Like it just comes out of his pores. But the Roots had a, this is back at late night. Um, they had that stage that swung. I out, remember that, which yep. which would break every once. It was like a huge <laughs> right, right, right underneath the drum set. There was this huge like. Wait, was it a rotating like, dance gear. floor or what was it? No, there was a pivot point by where Tariq would stand. It was a pole between the floor and the ceiling. And then there was this huge gear kind of under the drum rise. <laughs> this is all late night. I'm talking. And it would spin out away from the wall and kind of go flat. And we could kind of set up like this downstage roots and then a keyboard riser. And then whoever they were playing with would be kind of in that V. But it was like really like the cameras were backed up all the way to the audience. Okay, right, right. Against the, yeah. So, so Elvis Costello came in. And this is kind of where they started the whole Elvis roots collaboration so elvis came in and Questlove and the band played it down once with him and played it like the record and elvis was like no 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 you guys are the roots oh. play how the roots would play it. <laughs> that's so cool he wanted he's like yeah. yeah i mean play you guys are musicians don't take you out of and that was it was over like they did the whole record together there's some like <sighs> squeeze tracks that the roots and elvis did um, Steve Mandel is the entire center oh my of gosh. that universe. A whole nother. Wait, you know Russ Moore, don't you? Library of Live. Yeah, Russ Moore. So yeah. when I did a remix for Russ Moore, he actually said kind of the same thing: like, take your fingerprints off of it. Yes. I mean, I mean, take our fingerprints off and put your fingerprints on it. You. Yes. That's why. You, that's why you got invited. I mean, why is he wow. going to do a song that's already? He's already hold done. on that that thought right there. That's why you got invited. That's huge. Yeah, that's huge. And I've taken that. I've taken that now that I have more confidence, like when I step in, there's like six different sides of Paul. There's, I own the gig. This is my world. I'm going to build it the way I want to. Oh, that's, what, that's side one. I got a, the side one. And that's like, you know, I'm, I'm the all-star. I've, I've, yeah. this is why I'm here I, to do this. I have the mileage and the credibility and the resume. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, and I have a lot of things to fix what you might be going through. Oof. Downstage center to, do better in life as a singer or whoever (laughs) number two is i'm flying someone else's file i'm filling in so i'm there like a day and what happens is side two yeah so if you're not on tour you have two or three groups um you know that you kind of go between and you and you negotiate like hey sorry i'm doing my a gig this dude's gonna do my drake (laughs) 
Yeah, and then you back. I'm sorry, I gotta keep throwing that in there just because you have the connection. <laughs> of course, and so I've been that, I've been a part of that. Like, there's other A level engineers that have been like, "Hey, I gotta go do Carrie Underwood. Can you do Miranda Lambert?" And it's like, "Yeah, no problem." And you step in, and you are just there to fly their file, right? And, and you're like, "I know what you were going for. I have a similar yeah. mindset." Let's do it. And you just be honest. Where you're like, you go to the artist <sighs> before. Yes, you meet the artist, and you say, "Hey, I'm here for a day. I'm gonna do my best to do how how my my buddy who's given me this gig. Right. I'm gonna try to do the best that he he would have done. I'm over here, stage left." But I ain't changing stuff. Yeah, I am. I am right. flying the file dead on is how your friend would have wanted it. Um, number three is I just need a gig, and <laughs> I took it, and I don't. I don't have much time to fix a bunch of stuff, and the camp's already fractured a bit because of an MD is wrong or. Oof. The drummer is not the right drummer for Ooh. this thing. And it's like, I can only do so don't, much. Don't preach to him too hard real quick. <laughs> yeah. And I've done those. And the thing is, is I try to then, I had a country singer who I went out with. And he'd come over during the, this is in between the last Timberlake tour. So I kind of felt like, oh, Timberlake's guy's here. Yeah. He's going to make it all right. And it doesn't work that way. I'm only, I can only, I'm only like a catcher. I'm only a goalie. I can only... Take what you're giving me and make it into something. And I'm just a pass through. Uh, there's no, there's no magic in the, the day unless we all are in the magic. Right, right. <laughs> like just me showing up as a monitor engineer. I mean, maybe if it's a principal or an, or an MD, yes, then the magic shows up when they show up, type of thing, and we all tap into it and we all have a great day. And you, you know, you push the envelope a little further about what you might do, but. You know, it's like there's the utilitarian mix, and then there's the artistic mix Ooh. when it comes to in ears. It's either like that's I'm huge. a guitar, you're a guitar. That's a yeah, whole podcast in itself, player. right there, though. Like, that's, that's a huge... <laughs> but but you know, it's true. It's like you're a guitar player, so like, here's some stuff so you know where the time is. Mm-hmm. Here's the keyboards, so you know, kind of mm-hmm. what the chord progression is, and you're on top. You're the loudest thing in your mix, and I, I really can't listen to it too long. I can go to it, and make changes. <laughs> I cannot listen to it too long, but I know this is what you want to hear. Because yeah, also they might only great. have one ear it's, in. They're not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all that stuff. Yeah. They're wearing different molds than I am. You know, whatever it is that you know they they've blown it out. They like the way they play way, way more than years. you do. Of course. <laughs> so you take that head off and you go back to studio mind and you hit your artist. And I've luckily been worked. I've worked for artists except for like one where. <laughs> Wait, who's the one? Who is who is the one that you. gave you pause? I have to throw it in there. Uh, I have to throw Meek, it in there. Meek like, Miller. Meek Miller. That was on a, a Philly. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter. That's podcast. That was on a Philly news station recently. It said Meek Miller rapper. On it's like no, you're Wrong. a Philly news station. Fox twenty nine. Come on, you should totally. know. Anyway, um, so, yeah, so so sorry. Just to kind of spearhead yeah. what you're saying. Um, <clears throat> the way you're mixing for your people, like you, you were saying, you give a, a guitar player something that's way more like. This is what I expect you to play. Do you? What do you play? Do you play instruments? I was a drummer growing you up. You were. I did not know that. Yep. Yeah, I played drums. Uh, played in a. In a that's kind of where audio took off. I played okay. in, a, in a a few cover bands in high school, but then a, an originals band, and uh, we did you know three song demo. We saved up four hundred bucks, drove from little Podunk Morrison, Illinois, out to somewhere in Iowa. So you're and, Illinois yes, to the core, like, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. Corn, cornbread, cornbread, corn fed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you eat the corn and you know you live off the ground and you milk cows and yeah no i grew up i grew up as i was a, a have tony, you ever tipped I a cow i work for farmers 
I've never tipped a cow, but I have had my arm in a few of them. You've had your arm in a few of cow tippings? Uh, no, no, no. Inside of All cows. All right. Well, that... <laughs> that is... Uh, and, you know, bailed some hay. I bailed some hay. Yeah. Some, the natural next know. thing to mention right after that. <laughs> so. Asshole. <laughs> Anyways, so then I was just, running sound for just, Justin Timberlake right after I had my <laughs> arm up the cow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll send you the picture. No thanks. Um, All right, so no, no, but, so playing in bands and you know, uh, coming up, got a sound system, and then just kind of like, oh, cool, I like this better. I have to. I, I, it it made I sense. Have to talk about like I I want to actually ask you a question in a minute, but when I first met you, I was a crazy music. Uh, obsessed mm. person who came to Greenville College in the middle of Illinois. I was a kid from New Jersey who happened to have a cousin mm-hmm. who might have had a position in a Some band in the Christian music scene, and uh, I was a Christian. I liked music. So I was like, let's go to Illinois and go to the college that he did and see what we can do. My sound reinforcement class was taught by none other than Paul Clemson, I taught Mr. That Monitor Engineer, uh, <laughs> uh, aficionado slash ex- extreme uh Mr. Monitor Engineer. Um I you taught the first sound reinforcement class in uh freshman year that I was like, oh my gosh, there's a sound class. I was like, this is cool. Oh. You don't understand. I love Listen, it. I don't know how you it. got connected to Greenville College, but like the fact that there was a how to run sound class at college, I was like, this is exactly yep. what I signed up for. Oh yeah. That's the great Warren Pettit. And then work. uh but it was a combination of three people, right? Warren Pettit, mm-hmm. Paul Clemson, yeah. and Danny Northrup. Okay, oh, D- yeah, because Danny. Danny was the me he before I was me, and he yes. handed everything off to me when he graduated. He was a senior when I was a freshman. Of course. He was like, "Oh, and it got built you up could pretty, do- pretty serious." What's that? It got built up pretty serious by the time he like after I left the, the two years I taught. It it had an, a great uphill ride. At that That's point. cool, man. Like <laughs> to know that I was like. He carried it. He on. he he like he dumped it. I still have the Mackie mixer he sold me for two hundred bucks. Wow! And it has the road case, which has kept it since then. It was the the Calzone road case that kept the Mackie the mm-hmm. CFX twelve or whatever it is. I, I still it. use yeah. that all the time on everything. It's great. They come in yeah, handy. They're great mixers, man. <laughs> um, I even have an Allen Heath mix wizard that I don't use. Wow! I blew out channel eight with a uh like an actual short to uh. Uh, half plugged in power plug like a like a t a trs that was connected to the insert of the channel like like drooped into a half plugged in laptop charger it was like and it smelled terrible for a minute and i was like channel eight is no longer with us <laughs> you let the blue let the blue smoke yeah out. thankfully the allen heath though it's every channel is its own circuit board so it only killed only exactly. killed channel eight not not Watch all out. of them yep. um not all 56 thank you mikey <laughs> oh man the black room, man. My dad still harasses me about the black, the black room. room. The Allen and Heath seven thousand or Soundcraft seven thousand. Yes, we drove up to Chicago and got it from somewhere. Six and people to like carry it up the stairs. That was ridiculous. It down to get it to work. It oh, was yeah. like nine feet long. And it sounded great. It did. It did. Even with all the blown <laughs> tweeters in the EAW LAs oh, yeah. that were in the oh, black room. What was that? Uh, it was six subs and three tops per side, right? And every it was eight, eight of the eighteen yep. subs. No, and then, oh yeah, yeah, it was only eight. Tops. It wasn't six. Uh, I mean, it wasn't. It was, well, it was four by four. It was four by four, not nine. On nine, side, not, yeah. not, not but nine still, nine. for that room, I mean, that was a lot. Paper route in there. Paper route. Oh, who was it? What was it? what was it before that? Fat deep. I mixed uh, Pedro the Lion. Yeah, there Pedro it is. Lion. Oh yeah, yep. and uh, yep. two thirty eight. 
Yep, 238 was amazing. They actually... Whatever Augustana was before they were Augustana. <laughs> they were always Augustana. <laughs> you know I was and, almost in yeah, Augustana. I think everybody was almost in Augustana. Oh, uh, wow. Augustana formed after a weekend recording session that I was supposed to go as the bass player of, but I was like, I got a lot of homework. I'm going to stay home, which doesn't sound like me at all, <laughs> but yeah. that is what happened. You, but you may be like an out of work bass player. I mean, that like, actually does sound like me. Then, if you praise it that way, uh, Dan and I were close, and uh, I I got to see them play in some really cool New York clubs after they got somewhat popular. It was, it was fun. You know, I will say about that whole time period is we did a lot of music, a lot, and there was a lot of competition. Oof. Naturally, like Pettit let us use whatever we wanted, whenever we wanted. And see, I was post Pettit. I was Michael Johnson. I was I was like right after Pettit left. Yeah. But it was still there. It was still it, hanging on. The culture like, was there. Totally. Yeah, yeah. The culture was yeah. there. It was fresh after Pettit left. I got to talk with Pettit yep. in Nashville when I went down there to hang out. <sighs> He's the man. It was such a cool environment. The, the CCCU, his, uh, what he's doing is they're closing down. So he's Greenville may buy the Nashville location. Okay, first of all, that's awesome. Uh, I, I support that fully. So Do they need uh, professors? Because we could go. I could teach an NPC Probably, class. yeah. <laughs> teach me an NPC Podcast. <laughs> there are so many things in life that I haven't done yet that I want to You know that do. every time I hit that button, right, it's coming off of the BMPC uh, 1000. The NPC, right? yeah. Oh, <laughs> Podcast. I <laughs> I'm totally yeah. I, we toured with one of those. I'm I love that it. It thing, the best man. part of the show, dude. The NPC is oh, best part of the show. I love it. Absolutely love it. Have you seen Have you seen him, Justin, do the NPC gag? No. What? No. Check check out check out YouTube. We had we we had an NPC. So I'm, I'm putting it in. Hold the biggest on. thing Justin was NPC. We, what what do I what do I what do I YouTube? It's just an NPC or or uh, I think it was Crimey Girl was it. one of the. So there were <laughs> there were two songs where the piano lift came down. And then this like wooden box because we were man of the woods. We're doing this outdoor theme. Wooden, this box went on it, it. Right, and it, yeah. and it was like it looked like a little outhouse, <laughs> just smaller. It was beautiful, like like it was heavy. It was you know oak. So the, on top of it was enough room for an NPC, a my, the 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 foam part of the mic pouch that a that a accent uh, whatever AD two comes out of. We just put the foam next to the NPC, and then right in front were two guitar pack. 81 accent packs which obviously are battery and that particular mpc unit was battery so the lift goes down cody the roadie who's a good friend cody cody orrell he's living in a tour bus right now that he bought and tweaked out his that's business. awesome please go find find cody on instagram and watch Wait, what's, his what's cody's instagram that's a bus. worthy shout out for waxless yeah. radio right now um <laughs> hold on hold on hang on you are listening to waxless radio official shout out cody on the living on the tour bus Yes, so it's Cody underscore the underscore Rody, a great account to begin with. It's all like black and whites that he shot. All awesome. Um, Shouts out. But yeah, if you look at his, if you look at his live one, he goes, he's got um, all these jams in the back of the bus he's living in. Anyways, he was <gasps> funny enough in this day and age, the NPC tech <laughs> Love as well it. as he took care of the roads. Uh, his two acoustics. You know, he was Justin's tech for all things. NPCs are fickle, especially um, the 1000. So yeah. you used the 1000 well, for that? Oh, it was a live. Uh, Kai, yeah, NPC live. John Mayer used that. He used it on his, uh, his uh, current mood show. Got you. <laughs> but Jeremy Ellis came in, <laughs> came into rehearsals. He's from the Roots crew. He plays live. He's not Wait, part of the- Wait, Jeremy Ellis? Blonde hair guy. Longer hair, hair, older dude. Like hat. 
Dude, he came in yes. with the, the thing with all the little arcade yes. buttons, and that, yo, yes. he blew my mind. So he came in to our location before Super Bowl and all the tour stuff, and he got us set up. Well, then Cody had to groom the NPC because Justin wanted things changed or pitched, or we would go to Atlanta, and he, he would throw in a verse chopped up between all the buttons, obviously, to stay in tempo. <sighs> he could, you know, start... But it was a verse by T.I., I think, that, like, wherever city so we were So he in, was triggering get, like, T.I.'s a, verse on the NPC? I think that's what we Because that'd be cool, because he'd be like, I'm going to rap now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so the the lift goes down. The little outhouse goes on. Oh Justin's somewhere in the middle of the arena. The lift goes back up, and then Justin appears behind it in the dark, drops the mic in the little foamy holder, <laughs> and then has a little crowd interaction. And it was it was the best part, because... You know, everybody's like following along with what he, you know, what he's playing off of the NPC. Um, but then the same thing with the roads. We had two guitar packs on the roads, and uh, Cody figured out a way to do a boat battery. There's a riser that lifts the roads, so Justin can play it. Right, you up. told me about this. The yeah. roads. Uh, so you yeah. have wireless Axiom packs plugged into the roads. With and then a and then a DC boat battery to and run the power DC of it, which hid underneath battery. the riser that kept the. Wait, yeah. was it a suitcase with the amp underneath? Okay, okay, because yes. the actual the stage Sorry. ones are not, they're just like electric guitars. Yeah. They don't have anything. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. of course. Obviously. Obviously, so no, the, you know, obviously you know what you're talking about. I just had to understand what you were talking about. <laughs> I'm so, of course. I'm, forgive I'm getting me. you there. It's a long walk. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm so all in like electric were... piano restoration land right now. I have my I have I my whirly in like cool. 5,000 parts right now. It's amazing. It hurts my head. but The okay. felt, gluing a piece of felt on each side of each key in four oh, places and where it needs to hit to make it feel right. And then when you do all that gluing, yep. and then you hit it and it doesn't come back up when you let go of it. Oh, oh it's works. totally frustrating, but amazing at the same time. Once you get oh, done, it's going to, every amazing. note I hit is going to be glorious. Um, of course. But okay. So the roads, the boat battery was powering the suitcase amp of the roads. That's so freaking cool. Yes. So, and then you had mm-hmm. the wireless pack miking the cabinet or what? Quarter inch. Oh, the quarter inch. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so the quarter cool. inch. So, you know, the lift goes down. The road slides onto the piano lift. Lift goes back up. The mute for the roads wouldn't turn on. We were able to check the roads while oh, it was so down cool. with solar. Because right. it was like I was under the deck, and I was like within eye shot of the piano lift. So Cody would like, bink, 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 and I would solo it and <sighs> give him the old thumbs up. And then the Thumbs lift up on the bink, bink, and, and uh, the lift goes up. I love it. Yeah. And then we'd play Senorita, and it'd be damn, awesome. Damn. That was orange one of the stand, one of the mic. first songs I actually learned how to play piano on that I felt like I was cool. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. It like when I first learned that chord progression, I was like, oh, "We yeah. can do this, <laughs> yeah. dude!" I'm telling you, like that record was life changing. And it's so cool everything. to know that, like the dude that I know got to got to have mm. his fingers in the mix of all that man. He knows oh, the dude. Awesome. Yeah. This has been super cool, man. I want you to just kind of give a summation yeah. of what you feel like you wanted everybody to hear from this conversation. Uh, and, and we'll shut uh, it down. But I think my biggest theme in this whole time period is the story's not over. Um, I'm obviously Preach. 41 now, but I still feel 13. I'm still like every day I wake up and I'm like, heck yeah, I get to do this life thing <sighs> today. And, you know, in, in light of everything going on and all of the cutting the lines between two sides whatever those two sides you may like burger king i may like mcdonald's i do like burger king just just as a metaphor just as a metaphor <laughs> to all the other crap going on right now i get to wake up and have a good and positive influence on 
this country, this industry, entertainment, my family, my extended family, my wife, friends that we're meeting now, people I podcast with on the daily podcast. Zoom call, whatever. <laughs> see, whatever it is we get ourselves into, I get to have, I get to have the opportunity to choose to have a positive experience on people. That's incredible. And, and, and that's the only way that we're going to get through all this because it's, it's teamwork. I think we've all gotten to a point where it's like my rights are my rights and your rights are your Mm. rights. And it doesn't work that way. It does not work that way. And part of that is, I mean, that I try to keep faith out of a lot of what I do, but at the same time, it's everything. I, I understand do. that, but I don't think there's any need to kind of shirk away from it when it definitely needs to be pointed at all. out. That's so, like, yeah, as exactly. a person of faith in a very secular industry, there's definitely something to be said for people who are in a very professional place of influence, yeah. who are people yeah. of faith, and when it matters, it comes out and it shows. and And I think that that's where yeah. God works in the details too. Is that like of course. And it doesn't need to be you like wearing yes, the badge. Thank it just can be you. in your work, exactly. your work ethic. Exactly. It can be in how you treat people. I think that for someone who is, and this is controversial to say too, but like for someone who's very obviously broadcasting the fact that they're a Christian every day, I think that it's even more powerful for someone who has been recognized as a, a, a an asset to the company and a strong worker to when it comes out that they're yeah. a Christian, that people are surprised and then they're like, oh, wow, that makes me think differently of Christians. That's so much more valuable. And that and that brings me to the to the question where you asked how I knew when I made Woo! it. Okay. San Tropez, Madonna. I'm again I was filling in, so you're trying to be like honoring to the person you're filling into, but you got you still have to do the right. gig. And so it was and it was a whole different input list. It didn't even match the guy's file, so I just kind of made <laughs> some file. I was there just to triage, but on the way home, her background singer and I were in the lounge together with I think the front of house engineer. And she looked over at me and she goes, you're a Christian. Ooh. And that was my day. Everything else did not matter. Wow. Working at Fallon didn't matter. Working for Stars that's did not so cool. matter. It was like, okay, that's, then my work here is, it's it's not done, but it's it's definitely, it's recognized for what it's supposed to be. I would almost say that, like, that's why we're here. I almost feel like, I almost what? feel like those of us who realize we are, somewhat gifted in an area i feel like we have to be good mm-hmm. stewards of the gifts we've been given and have we have to. to also be ambassadors in the camps yes. we have been gifted in yes. those areas in you paul are out there in the midst of some of the highest representatives of the entertainment world which is not entirely mm. ruled by our lord and savior i'm not gonna lie Nope. Uh, <laughs> no. there's air, there's there's corners of it that you have to infiltrate. But I'm saying that you, as someone out there, just doing your job well to the point where you're being mm-hmm. affirmed and recognized yeah. as, hey, you're a yeah. Christian. That's cool, mm-hmm. and that's what it's all about, man. That's Thank what you. I'm. I'm. I'm super happy to be your friend and all that. Uh, I also, I, I, I have to. We're gonna wrap this up, but I also have to say that I really appreciate that, like. You have been someone I can send a song to that is super raw. And I'm like, Paul, what do you think? And you're like, this is really good. I'm like, no, no. I wanted, like, correction. But why do you like it so much? I have really appreciated how positive you have been on everything I've ever sent you. And uh, feel free to be a little more, you know, corrective in the future. (laughs) Hey, read into the things I'm telling you are good. I love it. I absolutely love it. And let everything else slip away. That's so cool. Uh, what they say, uh, chew the meat, spit out the bones, right? 
yep. hold on yep. to what is <laughs> what is good. Reject what is false. You are listening to Waxus Radio, the podcast. Paul, thank you so much for being here. You're Dude, welcome. This is absolutely everything I hoped it would be. I'm not gonna lie. Good, yeah, I'm man. Glad. I'm glad we made oh, something out of I wanna, it. I want to. We'll talk on the phone like in a couple of days, and we'll just talk about some more yes, mundane please. stuff. But uh, it's been awesome to love to chat with you, and uh, thank you, thank you for your time. You're welcome. The Roadie Clinic. Is there any links you need to give? Anything you need to um, at at the Roadie Clinic, Clinic on Instagram and www.theroadieclinic.com. Check us out. Reach out. Say hi. Let us know how we can uh, help you out if you're a, a touring professional. Super cool to see what you're doing as you, as you know, Paul, mm-hmm. my friend Paul, being <laughs> connected with a guy from Philly that I also work for who does corporate audio, and he's supporting what you're doing. Mm. That that means the world to me. Yep. So um, awesome. the, we're bringing it all together. We're bringing the whole road family together. Mental health is super into, important into in being a Absolutely. person who serves this industry. Don't take yourself, uh, don't do yourself a disservice by not taking care of yourself. That's kind of the whole yes. mental health idea of, of the roadie clinic, kind of what you guys are doing, what, what I'm trying to help mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. just deconstruct. I'm just trying to deconstruct yes. harmful things that we've built up in our minds. I want to just have conversations. And now's the time. Now it is, is the time to do it's it. It's We're time all for self reflection. It's time for rebuilding, time for yes. reconstructing, time for yep. deconstructing. Paul. Clean out the Clean hard it out. drives. You and Courtney are awesome. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Thank you, brother. At the Roadie Clinic on Instagram. There it is. Awesome. This has been Waxus Radio, the podcast. Today, my guest was Paul Clemson. Can't thank him enough. Can't wait to get him back on the show. Theory One Productions on Instagram, The Roadie Clinic, everywhere you find social media stuff. Like he said, drop them a line, stay in touch, keep up with what they're doing. It's a really awesome endeavor. Happy to be friends with these guys, seeing their trajectory. As always, we'd like to encourage you to read the Bible. If you haven't, we believe it's God's word given to us for teaching, edification, guidance, and wisdom. If you've never read it before, start with the story of Jesus because everything in the Bible points to him. You can find that in the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the history of Jesus' ministry told from the perspective of four different people in varying walks of life. In conclusion, if you enjoyed this show, please subscribe, keep up, uh, talk to us on the Facebook group, Waxless Radio, the Discord server, Waxless Radio, one word, no spaces, or if you want to email us, waxlessradio at gmail.com. On behalf of all the good people here at Waxless Industries, I would like to sincerely thank you for your time in a world that is constantly pulling for your attention in 2020 different ways. I appreciate that you chose to spend this time with us. See you next time.